Welcome to Evolving Element. I am your host, Austin Cabrera. Please, um, subscribe, follow, do all that good stuff. And let's jump into it. According to an NBC article written by Daniela Silva, before he was identified as a suspect and the only person killed in the Christmas morning explosion in Nashville, Tennessee, Anthony Warner, according to people who knew him, was a loner who had recently retired as an information technology consultant. Bum, bum. Um, Warner, 63, died when his recreational vehicle exploded in a blast that rocked downtown Nashville, injuring at least three people and damaging more than 40 businesses. Damn, Warner! Warner was identified as the bomber after authorities said they had matched DNA from the scene to Warner and that an identification number from the RV matched the vehicle registered to him. I don't know. Does that... I mean, come on. That could have been staged, right? Come on. Come on. Steve, um, which is a next-door neighbor since 2001, described Warner as a loner, whom he understood to be an information technology specialist who worked from home. Okay, he also goes on to say, once told him that he had 14 security cameras around his house, nothing to be suspicious about. He was a loner. Um, The person said, I never saw anyone go into his house. I never saw him have anybody over that's a weird sentence right i never saw him have anybody over i never saw him have anybody over hey any grammar trolls out there anyone can help me why that, that sounds a little off or is it correct i don't know it sounds a little odd but the article continues warner was friendly to him and his wife he said they would sometimes interact while warner was working in his yard or on his property um sir uh, at any point did you see warner you know doing uh was he making any bombs or anything that might have looked explosive okay so it looks like they have a picture here Lottie Lottie, we like the potty. Okay. I mean, the house looks pretty generic. It's brick. Got a little fence, a little privacy going on. I don't see any cameras. I'll be honest with you, I don't, unless they're like secret cameras. I don't see. I don't I don't see what cameras they're talking about. At least they're not the big and bulky ones that they referred to, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And the person goes on to say, I never really saw him in a dark mood. Okay. I mean, do you usually see your neighbors in dark moods? I don't know. Usually they just wave to you and say hello, don't they? Okay. Um, he goes on. Warner had several dogs over the years that he loved. Oh, God. What happened to them? Did they die? And really took good care of them. Okay. So he's not a psychopath. All right. Usually psychopaths don't take care of their pets, right? Is that the, just the general understanding? And then he goes on to say, I'll be honest with you. The way he took care of his dogs, I got the impression he wouldn't harm a flea. Even if some people thought he was odd. To me, he was completely harmless. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's a, that sounds very passive aggressive, right? Uh, people thought he was odd. To me, he was completely harmless. I guess he shoveled your, you know, your front yard or something one day, and you're like, you know what? This guy's cool. Investigators said Warner's RV was parked outside an AT&T building at all places on Christmas morning. It exploded at 6.30 a.m. local time as police officers responding to reports of gunfire in the area. Responding officers heard a warning of an intimate explosion coming from a speaker system in the RV. So Homeboy was letting people know to get the hell out. Right? He was telling people to like get the hell out. Alright. The officers also heard the vehicle broadcasting the song Downtown by Betula Clark. That song I actually have to listen to. Let's actually go ahead and has anyone heard this song? Let's go ahead and listen to this song. Real quick. Nothing crazy. I'm probably gonna get in trouble for playing this, but I don't care. Let's see. 
Alright, let's put this in. Downtown by two. The Clark is... Oh, man, this is... Oh, this is going way back. Okay. 1964? Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Alright. Okay, that song seems like a song that a suicide bomber would use. I, I, I would say that's a good choice. But um, letting people know that you're going to blow up something doesn't seem much of a terrorist act, alright? It seems like almost this song is like kind of like, I would have to listen to the lyrics. Maybe do some deep diving analysis of the lyrics, huh? Shall we? Alright, moving forward. The last couple of days, of course, I've been trying to think through my head why he would feel like he had to do that, but I didn't know him that well to come to any kind of conclusion. Yeah, we, you just told us that. You've only been a neighbor for, since 2001, and you have never made an attempt to get to know this guy. All right, I never thought he would do something like this, but that's the kind of world we're living in now, I guess. No, we always lived in a world like that. Come on, man, get your shit together. Warner signed away his property on Bakertown Road in Antioch the day before Thanksgiving to a woman in Los Angeles for zero dollars wow interesting okay property records of a quick claim deed show before the explosion he told the woman that he had cancer multiple senior law enforcement officials said Sunday it was unclear whether that was true the official said but Warner gave the woman his car is this the same woman or is this another woman maybe it's the same woman not too sure if I read that correctly the officials did not identify the woman well, why not? An FBI spokesperson said agents are investigating all aspects of the case. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, the article goes on to say, Warner this month told Friedrich and Clark Realty where he had worked as a contractor that he was retiring. Steve Friedrich and the company's president and managing partner said in a statement Monday. You better make a statement, right? Friedrich said a computer consultant named Tony Warner has worked as independent contractor for the company for several years. Now, Tony Warner, is that the same dude... Do they call Anthony Tony? Is that like a thing? Like Dick and Harry? Like is that exchangeable names? I don't know. Is anyone following where I'm going with this? Tony Warner has never been an employee of our company, but occasionally came to our office to service our computers. What kind of computers you run in there, huh? He said in a statement, Friedrich said that Warner had advised the company this month that he was retiring and that the company had not contact with him since then. Okay, it's interesting that he said he was retiring. It's a nice way to put it. Um, there's some more stuff here going over, uh, the more Friedrich and Clark stuff. Uh, I still find it odd that they call him Tony. I never, I didn't know Tony and Anthony was exchangeable. Uh, the article then goes on to, like, bring up some dirt from his past. Warner had one arrest for possession of marijuana for resale by the Metro, uh, Metropolitan Nashville Police Department in January 1978, according to a state arrest record released by the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation. Other state records show that Warner was charged with felony drug possession in 1978 and was sentenced to two years probation. All right. Okay. Pretty uh, mild uh, sentence there back in the 70s. So the if I'm looking at a picture now. The guy uh, has, um, you know, he has hair up to his neck. Um, the picture, I don't know, it looks like he's at DMV or something. I don't know. He has a blue background behind him. Well, I know this could be like our ISIS recruiting center. I don't know. He has a name tag, I guess, a uh, uh, string. What do you call it? String or, or, you know, that comes on a string. That's what it looks like. I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be a stopwatch for all I know. Um, he has a gray shirt. has two shirts on, both matching. And then he has a black jacket on over. His hair is like a mixture between black and gray. I guess salt and pepper. And he has a worried face. He doesn't have a mustache. 
And uh, I don't think he goes to the eyelash place to get his eyelashes plucked. But that's the only thing I can come up with. Oh, you want to know skin color? Sure, no problem. Um, he looks pale. Pale dude. Uh, I got some sun around the nose. Alright, let's move forward. Uh, blue eyes or green eyes? Brown eyes. Not so sure. I think it's brown eyes. I can't tell. The picture is not the best. Alright, the FBA tamed down expectations money that a motive would be determined as quickly as they were able to determine the identity of their parents' suicide. Bum, bum, bum. So I've seen another picture here that has a RV. Can't see the license plate. Uh, maybe they blurred it out. I'm not too sure. In this particular picture, he's not parked. He's actually driving down the block. And I'm not sure um, who took this picture. Doesn't say. Just says surveillance video. Great. Uh, that's a really clear surveillance video, I'll be honest with you. Okay, it says the U.S. Attorney Office and the FBI previously said they were able to use Warner's DNA, the bombing's vehicle, VIN, and tips from the public to determine the identity of the bomber less than 48 hours after the explosion, which crippled AT&T service in the region. Okay, so I want to switch gears here, move to the other article, and go over some of the the AT&T stuff, because I think this is pretty interesting. Okay, according to Cardinal News, okay, we have um, a picture that's actually showing the AT&T building, the 50-story one, um, not the Batman building, um, if you're familiar with that building. Okay, so let's read, 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 read. Let's move down this lovely list here. Okay, so the explosion interrupted communication service, but AT&T declined to specify the extent of allergies. Uh, note that this vital communication service nerve center infrastructure is located in a publicly accessible, unsecured area in a bar restaurant district. The explosion disrupted 911 services, cell phone service, and caused telecommunication issues at Nashville International Airport. Wow. Okay. Let's see if there's anything else that we could uncover here. Uh, the article even goes into depth about something that happened in 2017. Also in December, all 50 states opted into the network plan known as FirstNet with AT&T. Don't know how this is related. FirstNet is a combined radio and exclusive internet system designed to establish, operate, and maintain an interoperable public safety broadband network for firefighters, paramedics, and police officers. Uh, the article goes on to say Congress allotted seven whopping billion dollars and 20 MHZs of radio spectrum to build the network. The construction of the national-wide first net network uh, requires each state to have a radio access network that will connect to FirstNet's network core. Okay. All right. So there's a lot of stuff going on here. Not too sure uh, what to do with that information. Um, there's been some talk about, you know, some conspiracy about 5G blowing up and all this stuff. But who knows? Um, when anybody is blowing something up, you would hope that there's, like, some manifesto that comes out of it, that there's some type of um, literature to some degree that explains, you know, why you're blowing something up. You know what I mean? And the fact that no one was killed was phenomenal. And the fact that um, they even put a PA system out to let people know to evacuate, which was pretty generous for someone who's going to commit suicide um, and destroy something. So I don't know. Did he know something that we don't know? Is AT&T involved in some crazy shit that um, people um, would not know that they're a part of? What do you think? I don't know. You comment below. Tell me what your thoughts are. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. Um, there's going to be more, so please stay tuned. And, uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe and uh, all that good stuff. All right, see you later.